When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Alright guys, so we're here, we switch things up, we got these guys back, we got uh, Back in Black, who's uh, here with us from Voices of Black and Gold, we got LAFC Eds, who's with us, um, fellas, how you doing, Back in Black, how you doing? Doing great, I'm actually surprised you have me back on your show after the, the last the last time, you know, the, the way things end of the year, doing the... Uh, what? The what do you mean? I don't, why, why, why would I not invite you back? I know it cost you a couple of sponsors there with my, you know, <laughs> my drinking habits, but look, we, I, we, say, we, I haven't we touched the drink since. <laughs> look, look, we don't. I don't. I definitely don't hold any 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 grudges. I I didn't have a grudge. Let me let me correct myself. I didn't have a grudge. So it's always it was always a pleasure to have you on, brother. So don't, don't ever don't ever feel like uh like you can't be invited. Um, Absolutely, and no, I'm just I'm just joking. I'm excited to be here and talking to LFC with you. Yeah, uh, LFC Edge, how you doing? Hey, Joe. Good to be back on the show. Doing good, man. Yeah. Is that is that hold on hold on before we even get started is that a bears is that a bears oh hat? yeah it's my bears hat man. oh god explain it what's going on <laughs> yeah you know I'm a huge uh, Justin Fields fan you know I saw that guy play at Ohio State so I uh, figured I'd represent the Bears since they uh, they put up a quite an embarrassment yesterday against Tom Tom Brady and the and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers but. <laughs> That's what we hear. He said. Oh, man. <laughs> Alex, Alex was just on. He said uh, <laughs> he must have been crying on Sunday. Yeah, no, I don't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it got, it got, it got in. Uh, you know, Nagy out. Let's put it that way. You know, it's a good segue for LAFC and everything that we've been going through. Yeah. Well, look, let, let's talk about it because uh, you know, t- there is big game this past weekend, big game tomorrow, right? This 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 MLS schedule is just all over the place. Games on Mondays and Tuesdays, and I don't know. Was can can we just get it right? Can we be consistent for once? MLS like. Let's let's just, let's let's have our set days, you know. Let's have our set days. Hopefully, next season, now that the the CBA and everything was determined this year, let's have our set days next next year. You know, I think that'd be helpful for everybody. That's why we're not all over the place having games on different di- different types of days. Um, let's talk about this Minnesota United game. Um, obviously, it's not the result any but any team wanted. Not the result. Obviously, you guys wanted one one. Um, uh, Edge, what were your what were your thoughts on the first half for LAFC? Uh, you know, I think all the fans felt that we got a little lucky, to be honest. That 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 half felt like Minnesota was pretty dominant, and um, a few uh, plays went our way where the didn't land in the goal. And um, but you know, I think overall. Bob Bradley went in with a defensive mentality, which is very rare to see. You know, he usually comes in firing on all cylinders, attacking. But I think this, the strategy that he went in, being a little more conservative on, tack, uh, on attack, was actually a good tactic considering the, the types of injuries we have with players and how we lack a strong midfield. So, you know, I understand that we didn't win and it hurts and it sucks, but I think with... Minnesota being at home and the type of roster we have at the moment, it honestly w- wasn't the worst result we could get. No, I, and look, it, I, for like to, to your point, I, th- I felt like Minnesota was like the better half and the and the the better team in the first half. Um, you know, I think I felt like at times LAFC was lucky they didn't concede. Uh, back in black, what, what were your thought? What were your thoughts in the first half? Yeah, it was a show of Reynoso versus our guys trying to catch up to him. I thought Chiki Palacios and Raheem Edwards were just like completely lost, could not do anything against him. He exploited it really, really well. Several <clears throat> several crosses coming from that side that resulted in danger against Arnett. You know, it was very lucky that we didn't get scored. Um, you know, they also had a, a pretty nice open 
shot from the middle of the, the box that excuse me from right outside of the box in the 25th minute it was also Reynoso you know very dangerous so again uh, we we got the the first goal and and it was a blessing for us because it, it seemed that the inevitable was coming which was the first goal from Minnesota so that that goal truly changed the course of the game and and and, and all of a sudden I thought hey wait a minute we have a chance yeah no and that's that's the thing. Uh, once once the goal, uh, once Chicho's goal, right? Like Chicho, by the way, obviously everybody knows this. He's been balling. He's been doing exceptional things. He got he did got he got a goal uh, off a set piece. Maybe he has to thank Tyler Miller for that because um, he just gave him a gift, right? But Chicho obviously is on the road. We know we knew what we we're gonna get from him. I'm not surprised he scored. I'm surprised he scored off a set piece because I haven't seen that from him. Um, but he, he's on the road. He's, he's continued to carry this team moving forward. Obviously, we'll have to see what happens tomorrow uh, and the next two games. But I think tomorrow is the biggest game because obviously you don't, you can't draw, you can't lose. You got to find some way, uh, even though it looks like a you know a hell mary to use an NFL reference. You know, t- tomorrow against the Sounders, you have to find a way to win. It's not impossible, but it's going to be very, very difficult. Um, let, let, let's talk about that because obviously the way. Um, the way LAFC was able to 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 stay within this game because I felt like I said I felt like Minnesota United was the better team, uh, the way they played. Once you guys went up, but then Reynoso kept doing his thing. He got he had the set piece. Let's talk about the set piece and Blackman, uh, um, Jamal Blackman. How do you feel about how do you feel about Jamal Blackman giving up? Um, I guess we could put it on him giving up that goal because he he should have done a better job. I feel like on that goal. Uh, I. Have a hard time with how much he actually hits the ball rather than catches it. It reminds me of this Mexican um, goalkeeper, um, Conejo, who's like just retired, I think, last year at 40 years old or something. He always hit the ball and it became, you know, while he did like fantastic saves, the rebound was very scary, you know, and that's exactly what I think we're experiencing with Blackman. I'm noticing he, he hits these balls rather than catches them and the ball ends up loose in the 18 and it becomes really scary. And this was the first actual result where we saw it biting us in the ass. And, you know, I think it does concern me, you know, there's people that are concerned that Blackman may be too slow, things like that, but he's actually made some pretty decent blocks. Um, He actually made some pretty decent ones in Minnesota, but I think the thing that concerns me are those rebounds because he's, constantly doing them and a team that's more clinical like seattle or skc will put those away you know we got lucky with minnesota not really having great strikers and if we're doing we're dealing with a rui diaz or uh shallowy up front fuck we're done you know so um that's what concerns me about blackman and you know i really don't hope that he's not our starting goalie from here on out but i have a feeling that it's a little too late and Bob Bradley's going to be sticking with him. I personally would now switch back to Romero. I don't think it's too late. And I think three games before a playoff isn't bad, but I'm, I'm still not very happy with Blackman overall. Uh, back in black. What, what are, what well, are your thoughts? We're not going to make playoffs, So, you know, I, I think at this that's point, that's true. To see if it's worth, uh, you know, uh, being part of our Academy, you know, an Academy consists of more than one goalkeeper, um, you know, and, the Los Angeles Galaxy, they do it really well with a young guy in Klinsmann and uh, an experienced European in Bond. So you can make it work with two very good goalkeepers, and both of them would most certainly get their chance and, and and make the most out of it. At this point, I think we made the change. I would not have brought in when he when he was brought in, but since we did, I think we should uh, give him uh, three more games to see what he does. Uh, his saving percentage is better than the other two goalkeepers that started for us. Um, having said that, that's because he's been more under duress. Um, you know, the defense has uh, deteriorated over time. The last two, the last three games against San Jose and against Minnesota, we'll, we'll, we'll keep the Dallas game aside. But those two, he had seven shots against him. He had six saves in each of them. So again, he's doing things right, but. I will fault him for the goal, just like I said on Twitter. That was the only thing he did wrong. But it cost us uh, another two points on the road that, again, if we put that second goal away and it's 2 nothing, I, I feel like there's very little they can do and we get out of a Minnesota with three points. It's a different conversation. So, uh, again, we have to see three more games and see if he can put a complete 
game together where the saves are there and we don't say, oh, he messed up in this one play. Right. Let, let's play the You're, replay. Let, in San Jose as well, right? Yeah, I got the replay. Got the for the second chance. Reynoso can save, but Blackman locks it. I'll play it again. Got to be on their toes for the second chance. Reynoso can save, but Blackman locks it. The thing to me that's, I guess, is 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 very odd is. Why didn't he punch it? You you know what I'm saying? Like, I get he was yeah. trying to. It feels like his height. I, I said that in our party earlier. I feel like but, his height got in his way because he no, was so come tall on. that he couldn't fully deflect it. This yeah, way, but like, right? I don't think you should be. You should not be. Like, look, I'm not. We're not. We're not pro athletes. So we don't. this goes without saying. Right. But from what we've seen, you're not going to catch a ball that's directed with that much spin. Right. Or punch it or punch it away or or push it away. I I don't understand why he didn't punch it. Because if you punch that ball, that ball is going out. It's it's, it's not, even if he punches it straight, it's going past the 18. It's right. Or or if he goes to the side, I think if he would have punched it, Minnesota United will not have lapse in judgment, which I can only justify by lack of playing time, right? The guy was unsigned. and, and, And this is where I think that if we train him and give him a full season, the stats are there that he's that he be consistent. You know, his saving percentages are really good. You know, can he be trained to not make these mistakes? It was clearly a mistake. I, look, those oh, numbers, I, those I, numbers may be true, but they're but they're not comparable to a, almost a full season of what Romero. Career numbers? No, no, no. I'm talking about oh, his career, okay. career right? numbers. His, his saving percentage. Well, let's let's go off really of what well. we've seen so far because I, I look the career numbers may be one thing, but what I've seen so far to me, look, this is me being being straightforward from what I've seen from Blackman. And I expected this because he was put in a tough situation. And, I, and I'm with you when you said Celso, like that making the decision to have this goalkeeper come in, right? You, I knew you were going to throw him in there, but I, I just felt like no matter what, he was he was set up essentially to not succeed right away because there was so much pressure. But outside of that, the talent-wise that I've seen from him, this type of saves, it does not tell me that this is the number one guy and LAFC are still looking for a goalkeeper, right? Regardless yeah. of the stats or whatever, LAFC are still going to look for a goalkeeper after the season because I it, mean, yeah, go ahead. Edge, Cause it, 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 it's not convincing. I to mean, me. I'm, I'm like, I, I'm like many are very upset with LAFC in that, you know, the, the front office has never really gotten us a, a prime goalie, a good goalie, an elite goalie. They've always been like, worth under like $150,000, $400,000 at most. And it's like, they spend all their money on these stars, but like, and then just put like a USL level goalie. And we're always screwed because of that. So if it were up to me, I, I want Blackman out end of season. He's I'm glad we tried it for, you know, half a season um, as an experiment. And I was very open-minded to him and he isn't bad, but he, I don't think he's what LAFC needs going into 2022 I think the front office for what they gave us this season, which was an utter crap depth roster, um, we deserve an elite goalie this this upcoming season. Keep Romero, who's only 20 years old, as development and as our second goalie and try to play him, you know, in some games next season. But we need a new goalie. Yeah, I, I don't, I'm not sure if, if Blackman's going to be the guy. Yeah, I think he's got three games to prove to us that he's the guy, you know. And right now, right, look, that's that's fair enough. That, that's a very, 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 very fair point. Fair enough. Yeah. That look, that's fair. You got to give him the rest of the three games. I don't think you switch. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't think you switch yeah, back. Switching to back is yeah. only going to make it worse at this point. Yeah, and as I said, the the bad decision was bringing him in at the time that he was brought in, when probably we could have gotten a, a European center back, even someone that just filled it up. Like it would have been more helpful when like half of this roster is either internationally traveling or or or, or injured, you know. It, it, you know, and, and that's that's the point that I said. I, I didn't feel like even Romero, right? Romero was not like uh, we're not gonna sit here and say Romero was was the the most elite goalkeeper, right? But he was not that. He was not that bad. He was pretty solid. Um, and that was to your point. So, so I felt like they were missing defenders. The the issue wasn't with LAFC was was wasn't the goalkeeper necessarily. It was more the defenders. But obviously they thought otherwise. And unfortunately, it's it, it's not looking out. Look, we'll have to give them these last three games tomorrow against Seattle. Um, but there's there's not been a game that I'm like, okay, 
I could see Blackman being an elite goalkeeper, even though he's big, right? He's what six six or whatever. He's, he's um, very tall, man. Yeah. Very tall. Statistically, Romero struggled the most for us, right? You know, he was at the bottom of the league. You can look it up, right? Cisnega wasn't much better. So you you again, you had two guys that were really performing below the entire team, and you can not. Trust the stats because I know that a lot goes into making that stat, but those are red flags. And you, you, you know, as a, as a, as a front office, as a team, you're going to try to solve it. Um, but it, I think we, we needed to address the issues from the mid, the defensive midfield up, you know, because at the lack of pressure yeah, to allow Ray Noso to make crosses in our, you know, our, <laughs> into our box, like he did, you know, it's just like, like you said, Ed, those guys are bad. They're really bad. Their X goals at home is extremely low. They win games by not allowing the teams to, to, to score on them. And you saw it. They, they're pretty dominant. But they keep the score very, very low. I knew this was going to be a low-scoring affair. And here it was. We had a chance to go 2 nothing. It was a thin margin. And by the way, Tyler Miller, we're totally in his head. It's amazing. <laughs> look, yeah. Look, no, Tyler Miller, not surprised he gave up a goal like that. Um, tomorrow, look. Okay, we're, let's talk about tomorrow. There's against the Sanders. No, 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 Cifuentes because uh, yellow card accumulation. We know Nortuesta, uh, Carlos Vela apparently he's going to come and play in the second half. I don't know how many minutes he's going to give you, uh, going to give LAFC, but I mean, that's good news, I guess. Um, so it's a big game tomorrow at home. We'll see what how many minutes I can't see more than 15 minutes, maybe 20. It's been a long time since Carlos Vela has played, so I, I don't see more than that. Um, uh, so it's, it's going to be interesting. Good news, he's back. Uh, bad news is he's probably not going to be able to impact uh, the game as, as you would like to, right? You, you would like to have him available for 90 minutes, right? Uh, depending what happens tomorrow, right? I think if LAFC lose, um, then pretty much that's pretty much it, right? Obviously, I think statistically or whatever, um, there's needs another things to happen, but obviously a loss pretty much uh, puts them now in the coffin. Uh, other teams, obviously, if other teams win and other different things, right, with, with the final two remaining games after tomorrow. Um, what, are, what are your thoughts on, on hearing Carlos Vela being available uh, tomorrow on Salso? Uh, you know, we can use them because the, the, the roster is so depleted. Uh, you know, like just put, it, put, put everything aside and say, you're, you're, you're a quick player to play and we have a very depleted roster and we're going to need to score some goals. Um, I think it motivates the roster if he's there as well. I think it's it's sad to when he's injured that he doesn't come to the games. I like to see him there. He he hasn't done that, so um, you know. And I hope that he can give us thirty minutes of, of hard earned football. You know, he's he's delayed his return long enough to justify coming back and 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 making an impact. And we're gonna need a we need a win. Um, you know, the max we can get to is forty nine points, I believe. I don't believe we can capture nine. The max we can afford to lose at this point is two points, which means that a loss will immediately eliminate us. Yeah. Uh, Edge, what are your thoughts on Vela being back tomorrow? Um, you know, I'm excited, but at the end, it just depends his mentality. I don't know why he's coming back, if he's happy now or if he got his contract, contract extension the way he wanted or his salary. I don't know what it is, but, you know, apparently he's ready tomorrow. So I want to know what his mentality is going to be. And I think we'll be able to see a lot of that come, you know, towards the end of the game on Seattle when he plays, but, you know, it's going to be a difficult game for us, obviously, since our midfield is going to be lacking Cifuentes. Uh, we're going to be dealing with two USL players for our midfield, Chris, Chris Ostomo and Duke. And then we have blessing. So none of them are really like great holding midfielders. The closest is Chris Ostomo. Um, but, you know, once again, that's USL level. And going against, you know, Seattle's midfield, which is utterly nuts, um, I'm very worried more. I'm more worried about that than Vela playing or not playing, to be honest. Um, but I'm hoping that Vela comes in and probably does something cool to help us out. You know, like, I'm a little concerned about his pace and his age already, Um more his mentality towards that because it feels like since he didn't want to play, you saw a lot of his age. Um, so I think he could play like a player like Vasquez and on Galaxy, who's not as you know, who plays more as a tan and playmaker, and he's a difference maker in that regard. You know, I've been looking at Galaxy games and I see how like amazing actually Vasquez is, and I didn't even know who he was before he came back because I'm not that 
I don't go that far back with the MLS, but I knew that he was had MLS experience with Toronto, I believe. And I knew that he was a great playmaker, but I really saw the difference that he's bringing to LA Galaxy, you know, and I think we've always kind of lacked a 10, a number 10 like Vasquez. And I think if anything, Vela could, I would prefer for, if we're lacking in midfield, if Vela could come in like kind of a playmaker as a 10, since he doesn't have the pace as a winger right now, maybe he could work up to that. He's an amazing winger and I'm always wanting him to be there, but if he doesn't have the pace and he doesn't have the mentality, then if he could do some good visionary passes that could save our asses and probably we get some goals, but that's what I'm hoping for. I mean, that, I mean that's that's very uh, very feasible for Carlos Vela. I mean, he has a tremendous left foot and definitely could put the put the ball where where it needs to be. Yeah, I, I'm very interested to see because everything everything will tell, right? And uh, another thing we should add, right? Thursday, LAFC announced that they're doing this Instagram live interview with Carlos Vela. Came out of nowhere. Um, I want to get you guys' thoughts on my that. Uh, my membership emails. You know, it's very timely. Oh, so even even you as a member, you got it in your email, right? No, you I'm just you, saying that uh, you know it's just time to renew my seats. And yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's a good point. So, uh, so that's a good time, point. So time to, to remind me that he's part of the club. You know. Gotcha. So yeah, like obviously, if you if you forgot, uh, Carlos Vela does play for LAFC, uh, even though he he has been. Yeah, but I look, know, I really think been, he was injured. You know, I think we have good trainers course, in this little, team that it, it, in his contract that would prevent him from just being like a soft and. Like the, I really believe that if he's not injured, he has an obligation to play. And he's not if it's not a hundred percent, he might risk getting injured again. And I bet the team held him back. So if, if, if we have to be upset at anyone, I would say the team held him back from. Well, from, I think from I think that's early. that's what we were. I think that's what everybody would like to hear. Now, is he going to be asked that? That may be another thing, right? On Thursday, um, yeah, you the know. The question is, are you staying after three games? That's what we want to know. Yeah, I think I think that's the that, that's the main question, right? Um, but what else? What else? What else do you want to know about Carlos Vela? Because uh, they're promoting it, like, um, you know, he's going to be answering all these questions on Instagram Live. Um, you know, look to me, like, if, if a guy, if Carlos Vela is asking questions or answering questions, I don't, I don't, he ain't saying goodbye on Instagram Live. Look, I'm gonna just be honest with you. <laughs> He ain't he ain't going he ain't going he ain't going to say goodbye on Instagram Live. Take that, his that. talents to Miami. Yeah, he ain't, he ain't doing that. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to break it to everybody, but he's not gonna do that. He's not gonna say, "Hey, it was amazing." You know, LAFC. It's, it's time for me to bounce. That's not gonna happen. Uh, it's either it's either like he's staying on after these three games, or you know, talk about or about you know the season and stuff like that, addressing the fans. But the the thing to me that is so is kind of odd, I guess, is the last week. Uh, you know, the updated salaries were 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 released, right? Again, or you know, updated. Um, I think ESPN published something like that. And then I saw a lot of flack from LAFC fans, right? That were going after Vela. <laughs> that, you know, they were pretty much just saying that, like, you know, I forgot I saw a couple of people tweeted a couple of things, but just you know, how how Vela was able to finesse LAFC for all this money for only playing like 30% of the games or whatever like that. But I, I kind of feel like that has to do something with Carlos Vela addressing what that, because there was a lot of negative uh, press towards Carlos Vela from the fans. Um, and I think that may have to lead to, that may lead that mu- That's what potentially led to this. I could be wrong, but I, I have a feeling that it might've been that edge. What are your thoughts? Yeah, no, I feel like, you know, everywhere in the comments section, there's there's fans commenting where's Vela what's happened to Vela what where is he and I think the front office has you know obviously caught on that the fans are just kind of over Vela or really mad at Vela and there needs to be some form of communication between him and the fans at the moment and if he's not doing it on him by himself through his social media feed then maybe the front office is like kind of requiring it now you know and I you know obviously everybody hopes if we find out if he stays or leaves in this interview on Thursday. And that's all we could really hope for. I have a feeling it's going to be a bunch of softball questions. It's not going to be, it's not going to be a Q and a between the audience. It's going to be a Q and a between Max and him with a bunch of softball questions. And, you know, I, I, I really don't know how much we're going to get, what information we're going to get, but I don't feel like, I feel like it's catered to him and to like, you know, make sure that he's comfortable and he says what he wants to say the way he wants to say it. And, 
I don't know how satisfied we're going to be with it. Yeah, I don't think Katie says I agree. The fans are super upset. This to make nice. That's look one thing about LAFC. Um, if I can just be honest with you guys, they like to keep they they like to cater things their way, right? But everybody can see through the bullshit. To be honest, like come on now, like you know, it, look, you don't have to be like. It just has. To, this is sports, man. This is sports. Like you, you, fans are paying a lot of money. I get what I get why you have to do this, but keep it 100. Like, if you're going to do it with Vela, keep it 100. You can't BS. LA, this is LAFC shot to keep it 100. Because what I'm look, I've been seeing the BS from LAFC for a long time now. And I, I, I find it kind of um, refreshing to see, right? You guys have never met each other. A lot of people that interact have never met each other, but I've never met them, but I, I've met, but it, to me, it's more refreshing to see that not everybody thinks the same, right? Not, not every fan is going to think the same. Not everybody thinks like me. Not everybody, you know, is a fan of how we think of the conversations we have. But I think to me, it's so refreshing that other people can, re, can, can see the BS of what LAFC has been putting out. And the, to me, this is a, a great opportunity for LAFC to keep it 100 with Vela. And it's a great opportunity for Vela to keep it 100. Because if not, you're going to keep spewing out the same BS LAFC's been putting out. I understand there's people that work for the team. I understand the, I understand you got to cater to the machine of what LAFC is. I, I get that. Look, but, you know, but do you also got to realize as an organization that everybody can see through the BS? And this is your yeah. shot to make, to make, to make it, make amends with the fans. Because everybody's pissed off at Vela, rightfully so. But Vela and, and, and Vela hasn't talked. Vela has not talked, and, and and he 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 has to own up to it. Look, you're getting you're you're the most, highest paid player, and you're the best player on, on this league. There's no question about that. But you've been ducking, you've been hiding, you've been chilling, you've been out in Malibu, you've been doing all these different things. You having a you have your Instagram that you could do on yourself. Now, okay, if you're gonna care, if you're gonna have someone cater it for you and everything like that make sure the questions are asked that everybody wants to know but you know again Gio, is it because he doesn't have a contract offer from the club and he's just holding out and saying the things like oh yeah sure if there's an out here for a european offer i'll entertain it i love to play i know europe. but that that's not what that's not what i'm referring to with that just com- means the club one. didn't give him an offer right so maybe we don't we don't we don't know that, that. we don't we don't, we don't know, know what that. the club's doing yeah, we don't I think that. I think that, that this front office's brand is still relatively new. And we're yeah. dealing with a general manager like John Thorrington that I, if I'm correct, doesn't Which really have Which is the have leader gen- of soccer in L.A. Like, you saw what he did with yeah. the EPL this weekend, man. Like, that guy yeah. had a lot of power. Like, yeah, you know, no, what I'm saying, though, is that like... Is and what he can do for, for soccer. No, I'm not, there's no question about that. It's more about be, my thing is being transparent. That's the biggest thing. I think what, yeah. what I'm referring to. It's not. It's, it's not about. They don't have an obligation to be transparent because hopefully the, the no, 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 no. With, with, with the with with the fans and look, if if um Ronaldo or, or look, I'm not putting Vela at the same level. Chicharito, right? Chicharito, perfect example. Chicharito got a lot of flack last year, um, because he wasn't a, he didn't address the fans on social media and stuff like that. Same thing. I'm seeing the same, same story with. I'm, I was gonna I'm, say, I'm, what about Chicharito? He's the I'm seeing. Same. I'm seeing the same story with, with Vela. This year, what I saw with Chicharito last year, same story. But the difference, right, is the difference this year is Chicharito is posting about the team and stuff like that. Even even when LAFC was struggling, Vela never posted like, hey, you know, uh, he didn't post like Brian Rodriguez was posting. He didn't post what Jose Sinfuentes was posting on Instagram. That's what pisses people off. And that's what I'm saying. This is this is Carlos Vela's chance to 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 do that. Like, what were you doing? What was going on? This is the, this I'm saying. This is the chance. I'm not talking about the contracts and all these different things. This is LAFC's chance to be transparent. This is Carlos Vela's chance to be transparent. If not, then then keep spewing I mean, out the same. This keep spewing out the same BS. People I, ain't I, buying I it. That. That's what I'm saying. People ain't well, buying I, that. That's what I get I'm that, but like if if let's just say let's just be you know. Let's just hypothesize here. If 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 Vela's upset because he's not getting his contract extension, that's, that, or, that's fair though. That's fair, no, I but, get that. But how how could the front office be transparent about that? They can't tell the fans that. No, 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 no I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying. So yeah, how do you tell? What I'm asking though is, no, no, this is what I'm saying. But how could they be transparent? This is this is what I'm saying. Let me be clear. To be transparent in this interview, 
No, I'm not saying tell but us that. that tell us conspiracy is. Tell us. No, 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 no. Tell us. I'm not. No, no, no. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me. Let me. People. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's this is a chance to ask that question and to want to want to know then and there. I mean, if he doesn't, it's, it makes no sense. At 35 that, days of a contract in three games, and he's going to go talk about Christmas plans and what he's going to do in Cancun with his wife. Like, I will literally turn off and like, no. That's what, dude. Come that's on. that's what I'm saying. You, I, I think you're missing. It has point. to be big news. <laughs> this, this is what I'm saying, and I, I, dude, I just feel like he's staying. I don't know. There's no way. I, I think he's staying too because you don't know way he's there and you. You make it sound you you if you if he's not staying you put it on a friday you know no nobody's watching on your twitter you're like oh and that man he's not staying blah 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 and you go hang out with your family by monday you already forgot about it you know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? look if you don't make a good show on a thursday after the biggest game of our season which potentially can make or break our season right you announce some good freaking news that's what i hope and it is and it, it's going to be good news for some of us right that was staying for another year. Yay. Uh, yeah, it just, it just, the message has to be straight. Up. I know we're out of time, but it's a mistake too. I would have signed a Twister for a DP contract and tell Vela, bye-bye. Good, good. It's been good for his service. That's the right move. Build from Yeah, but, but Vela, a Twister hasn't missed the, the games and, you know, we, we that's a he whole different story. games as well. You know, he's missed a lot of games and when he doesn't play, we're screwed. Our midfield is like, ah, doesn't know what to do. We have Arango. Like, by the way, tomorrow's gonna be exciting. We get to see B Rod, Vela, and Arango play together. I'll be there for that. No, no, I think it's gonna be exciting. I just don't think um nobody to pass the ball to them, but hey, it's just gonna I, I think we I think we're gonna see it for like 10, 15 minutes. Um, but look to, to close this out. I from what I know from LAFC, right? Obviously, uh I've been there. I've been I've been a little closer to to what what you guys have seen. Obviously, I brought I've bring you I'm bringing you guys into these type of conversations. I love having these type of conversations with people that are either close to the team or or whatever. Like to me, you know, it doesn't bother. And I see what you guys do on social media, but to me, I, I really think this is a big opportunity for Vela, and I think it's a big opportunity for LAFC to to be straight up about it and just. Hey, this is what's going on. This is this is what happened. Obviously, we didn't have the type of the, the the type of season, but look, I'm coming back, or you know, or whatever. But if it's about what you said, the the beaches, and that's what I'm saying when it's not being transparent. That's what I mean to when it, when it's not being. Hey, let's talk about the issue. Let's talk about what's actually going on here. That's what I mean by transparency, and not about the con. I'm not telling you. I'm not saying. Hey, tell me your contract. Tell me how much money you're gonna get. That's not what I'm referring to. I'm referring to look. Let's be transparent about this. We all know why we're here, right? Let's talk about it. That's what we're here for. Let's not talk about the vacation. Let's not talk about this. Let's sit here. Vela, what are you going to do? Are you coming or not? You're not? Cool, right? But I don't think he's I don't think he's up for the task to do this on a live to say, like, it's been great, guys. I'm still undecided. If he, if he, I hope he doesn't pull off the undecided card because that that would be bad. I don't think I've ever seen that. I don't think I've ever seen that in an interview where like yeah, it's it's, it's 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 a clear it's a clear it's a clear decision that to me um, that he's coming back. Could be an or, MLS you know. retirement. I don't know if oh god, this is the wrong time to retire, and uh, it would be the the timing's just off. I think the, the what I see the outcome is Vela's coming back and it, it's gonna do it through Instagram Live. Um, it's a big announcement. Um, I'm sorry if I ruined it. I, I hope I hope I, I didn't, but I'm pretty sure uh, that's my. I have no inside information. Oh, I, I think that's just right. that's just my senses. There's no way he would say he's leaving um, uh, on an IG live. That that that'd be kind of petty. You know what I'm saying? Like that'd be kind of weird. Well, or you can do it like Peppy did. Send a so uh, uh, an SMS to the the you know to to your PR agent, and then all of a sudden he shows up in the injury report against LAFC, and he doesn't say goodbye. Which one do you prefer? Yeah. No, let's, let's well, of course. Tell me, man. That's Peppy. Oh my God. Their social media team was all over that guy. And he left back back door. Didn't even say goodbye. Come on, man. You know what I mean? Like if the what do you mean, Peppy? He was he was there Saturday. I think that's pretty cool. I'm sorry. I, I what do you what do you mean by Peppy? Hold on. Let me let me read Katie's comment and then we'll, we'll go. Yeah, to go Pepe. ahead. I was talking about Peppy and how he left, you know, basically said I'm not playing for Dallas anymore. And he did, he uh, played Saturday. 
okay. he played against Galaxy. That's why I'm confused. Uh, okay. Katie says he's not. Okay. Yeah, he hasn't left. Uh, he he. he Katie says he's not all of a sudden doing press if he's not staying. Referring to Carlos Vela, this is to make fans feel better. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree so. because if if he wasn't going to renew, they would have saved it till the end of the season. Why let us know that? You know on the run to the playoffs. I don't think they would give us bad news then, you know, especially if we lose to Seattle, it's just going to be a catastrophe. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, Hey, he's coming back and this is the plan. The the thing to me is, um, I don't know, like he's definitely getting paid a lot of money, right? It is. I, I think that the thing, the thing to me that really surprised me about Vela was he didn't address it. Like you don't got to do, you don't got to hop on, on a, uh, on a press call, but like, he could have done this sooner via just like an Instagram post like, Hey fans, I know it's not the type of season, um, but I'm here, you know, like I'm yeah. here fighting with you guys or tell. So to your point, dude could have been showing up at the games. I, I could have well, been out of traffic. He's got agents. And uh, if the, the team has not given him a hundred percent that they're in on him, he might've just decided he needed to sit out. I, I, look, look, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. But, but I'm I mean, Villa's not known for his personality, honestly. He's like, he's every, the fans kind of know he's transactional. And all I care about is if he's going to perform and renew, you know, at the end of the day. Like, whether he's addressing us or not is like, it sucks, but that's really just his personality. The Mexican fans know this. Mm-hmm. The fans of the Mexican national team, the way he doesn't play for the national team and how, you know, there's grudges there. So, yeah, that's unfortunately his behavior and his characteristics that people don't seem to like yeah and look we'll, we'll see because uh we'll see what happens because look Ch- Ch- Chichos are amazing or uh am i muted or can you guys hear no. me can you i think we're, we're good uh edge no. is muted um but no look i i think to me like um look i understand lac is a new is a new club but um you you still gotta you still gotta you still got to do things like this. Uh, you got to you got to do do things like that. Even look, they could have helped Vela or whatever whatever was going on. But I, th- I think to me, this should have been addressed earlier. Not not doing an IG live, not not nothing like that. But from Vela's part, it could have been addressed. Well, we're earlier. gonna find some stuff out, and I really believe there's been some harsh negotiations behind closed doors, and the result may be a lower salary for a guy that we keep grilling on the six mil. Right? If he comes out of that game, you know, maybe in a four million dollar range. No, I don't think he's taking less money. Back, you know? He ain't taking less money to come back. I, well, I why say. not? I mean, the guy plays 30% of the games and then he gets played 30% of the money. Nah, he because you know what? Dude? Here's the thing. He don't take go? less money. There's nowhere for him to go. Do you have one room? I, I don't know. I don't look. I don't believe that. I just, that's There's so hard no for me to believe. There's no $6 million dollar offers there. Is the Galaxy going to pay I don't, Do you know that to be true? Let's talk on, let's talk in facts. I don't no, know anything. Exactly. To be okay. True, let's let's, let's just send it there because when things want to come out, they come out. And I know, but look, I mean, I heard, I heard, uh, Real Batiste wanted him. Yes. And, look, you know, there's, there's so. this interest there, but look, right. So the only, he's not going to take us money. Who? Who's that's, that's, that's a Who's crazy thing. To, that's a, that's a crazy thing to say, Celso, that a man's going to take less money when he's the um, he's the best okay. player in this league. Chivas is the the, the number one contestant. He's not going. He's not going. He's not going to the league IMAX. He's not going. Right. Because you you hold on, hold on. Celso, Celso, chill. You're you're going down you're going down a path that is taking us to, to to down a hole. But like it just to me look, let me let me tell you why it doesn't make sense. He's the best player in this league when healthy. The best player in the league is not going to take less money. He may stay at that salary, but he ain't going to take like he ain't going to take 4 million. Come on now. Whether whether uh, the whether the fans are upset about it, six point four based on I, whether whether the fans are upset, he's not going to take less money dude, when there's when there's other options. And neither is Chicago or any other. Team. Yeah, yeah, but look, he's not going to take less. I don't see that being a thing. He's going to take less. We should pay him less. I, I think the salary will still the same. I think um, that I think that Vela, Vela believes a lot in himself and his capabilities. And if you yeah. tell him, oh, 2020 season, 2021 season performance, he's just going to be like. Covid, whatever. I'm still the best player in the league. Look, I he, want all he the money. Did, look, he got injured, but even with his injury next season, mm-hmm. if he's able to stay healthy, if it's a big if, right? This is a big if. Dude's over thirty, right? Big if, but he's probably like, I can still do this next season. 
you, yeah. I can still do and they know I he think, can yeah. do it. I think he believes in himself, and but I think he, he thinks he can. Because he keeps keep... getting hurt. Like, so, again, it's like a... Yeah, but her, <laughs> like, once again, he knows he wasn't hurt. I mean, uh, that's speculation. He knows he was The worst injuries you can have as a soccer player. You know, again... He, uh, look, the guy was really hurt. Allegedly, we we got to we got to speak. And he's looking allegedly. for his next contract. He's not gonna get six million again. Nobody. Can I hope not. The good thing, Celso, is not your money. It's not I mean, money. and maybe that's exactly what this whole front office fiasco is about. Maybe they feel the same way as you, and they're like, "No, you're you're older." Your stats are lower. You're going her down to three, four million a year, and he's just like, yeah. absolutely not. I'm the best player I in the league. You. And now he's six point five. Maybe out. he wanted seven million. You know, he's just like, look, the, the for sure, for sure, for sure, negotiation. But the negotiations are about. It's hard for him to negotiate to get more because of the season he had, right? Um, but he could also be like, Vela's things like, you brought me a bunch of USL players. What was I supposed to do with that? That's the counter argument, right? But look, pure, I'm based on pure talent. Carlos Vela is worth the money. If he's playing, if he's healthy, that's a big risk, right? I, yeah, I mean, and I think, and I think, and I think, look, 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 and I think, and I think another thing to 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 this whole LAFC thing is what we're it's it's look, if he's most likely going to stay, but the big transition for LAFC with these conversations well you want this money you need to show you need to show love to the fans and i think that's what thursday is you want you want you want to keep your six million you want this money well you know what lafc needs lafc needs carlos vela to talk to the fans lafc needs carlos vela to interact and all this stuff because i I can assure you carlos vela does not care if he's getting trashed on twitter or whatever it, yeah. it, it doesn't, but LA, you know who does care? You know who does care? LAFC, LAFC front office people, LAFC organization. And they so care. does the league because you know, you know, the whole nah, market of this league is, is not necessarily. This is this is more on LAFC. LAFC cares about that, their image with the fans, right? Because of 3252. Trust me, I've been and I see how they operate. This is more right. of LAFC. I, I, I know, I know, and, and but I, I just don't know if like Vela, Vela is, is like. Tom Brady took less money, right? So, like, if Vela doesn't no, take less no, money, but I know, you know? but it, but it's, it's not built the same way. It doesn't matter on the salary construction. Tom Brady did it to bring in more players. Tom, right, Carlos Vela, why, it, why does it doesn't work. With USL guys, it, it doesn't make. It doesn't, I know, but that comparison doesn't make sense because even if say Carlos Vela take makes ten million, it doesn't change the rock, roster construction for LFC. Yeah. Carlos that's, what I, was gonna so. that's what, what I was going to get out. It doesn't Carlos change because no money. We wouldn't have three, you know, $2 million guys right there in the middle. No, like, it doesn't change. Like, so, so you, you got to see how these rosters, that money's coming straight from the owners. That doesn't affect the roster. It, it, only 600,000 of that money of Carlos Vela's money goes into the roster construction. Yeah. So, Slatan and Chicharito, that 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 money it's doesn't infinite affect money for LAFC. We can have no, 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 no. It's not infinite money, but it doesn't affect. It doesn't affect the roster building. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like and only six hundred thousand investors in- expected a return, and when COVID hit, they didn't get their return, and they're behind the eight ball, and now they're yeah, looking like, at their that, money that, and saying, "Oh, know, wait." But- but the that's, burn that's, is a little higher. I think but, I think Vela understands the value he brings to LAFC yeah. and how much money he makes them. And he's yeah. like six million. I bring I make you way more than yeah. that. You know, yeah. I make just he in sales. Or, no, I'm saying, yeah, what he brings to LAFC. And I think a lot of that comes into play. And if they're like you're if you're telling him about stats, he's gonna get offended and say, I'm still the yeah, best. Yeah, you don't come at Vela with make stats. Yeah, and I think I think it's kind of stupid of the front office not to give him what he wants. I'm gonna be honest. I'm like, screw it, pay him six million. Stop trying to save one point five million. It doesn't affect our roster. It doesn't affect our roster. And you're you guys have billionaire investors. It's like just stop fighting over this one point five million. Make the man happy and make him an MVP next season. Simple as that. Yeah, if it's it's if it's literally a million dollars, it's it's not that much. I, I look, I'm not I'm not right. I'm in terms of this. In terms of of sports and contracts or whatever, it's a lot of money to a normal person to me, right? But in terms of contracts and stuff like that, if they're arguing over a million dollars, it's not that much. When you paid thirteen million dollars to get Brian Rodriguez onto this club, that's a lot of money, right? I but wonder if me, they renewed his contract earlier, what he could have given us this season, being happy. 
You know, I know it's a bit manipulative and it's not cool that Vela did this and what he's doing speculatively if he's unhappy about his lack of contract renewal. But let's just say that's the case. Was it worth the whole freaking season being screwed up because you wanted to save that little bit on the salary? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. So again, the the G-Man Galaxy here commented on, on, on what we're talking about. And again... If you think that there's an infinite amount of money that we there's can not spend an infinite there, amount of money, but it's like that's not how it works. I know the, it must be has a cap, and I get it, but yeah, but it, only only the six six hundred thousand of that six million goes into the, the goes into that. The rest the owners are paying. That doesn't affect the roster. Dude, I know, but like there's still an, a line in there that says payroll, and you can't go over it. Otherwise, you overbudget. But to be honest, like the projections. But to but be yeah, honest, I do recall that every... because everybody goes down, and you can't bring I get that. good players to to replace but, your middle of the crop. Like, come but, on! I, but I do recall. I do recall throwing. Look at the I number do. of eighty guys making eighty k in our roster. Compare it with the Galaxy. Compare it with the the, the the New England Revolution. Yeah, but Galaxy is the most. The Galaxy spends the most money. Duke makes ninety thousand dollars. He's going to start for us tomorrow. Yeah, but that doesn't that doesn't compare man. to Carlos Vela type of talent. That that's not the same thing. Galaxy spends. Is Carlos Vela is not worth six million dollar deal. I could sit here with you for another hour arguing that. I, look, that, I look. I, I agree. I, I I like I like your take on that. Um. And, and that's why I have and you this on. This is why we're suffering because Chrysostomo makes another 80k, and that's all we can afford. No, no, it's it, it's, it's not, not that. It's, it's not, it's not what what you can I mean? afford. It's not. It's, not, it's, not, hey, it's who you bring uh, in. Can you bring us another player? Because we we one guy's down, and will like I know you I, have as much money as we can. It's not like that, man. It's a budget line, and, and, and yeah, look, look, I understand. I get what you're saying. There's there's a budget. There's a budget within teams, but you're also. Talking about the best Edward player, stuff. you're also you're talking about the best player in this league. You're not talking about what uh, is the best about him. A one season that he had golden boot, like look, 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 fair, look, fair, 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 fair enough to your point. Look, this is this is this is your team, this is Carlos Vela, right? You you're upset that he hasn't showed up, rightfully so. You should be as passionate as you are, but I think the other side you're missing too is like these negotiations. LFC want him to stay, right? Carlos if Carlos Vela knows this. Carlos Vela took a risk. To come to LAFC, took a risk. What kind of risk, dude? So, he was coming. He was coming to to play where he came. What was it? A video, a La Liga, to be the first guy in a, in, a, in a first in a first well in a mural. Yeah, uh, no, you're mural. right. Back then, it was still a risk because we were risk, in club. Right? So you now know, the, I, the, I, I the, the tables the, the tables have somewhat turned. Right. That's what I'm saying. The tables have somewhat turned. Now LAFC have a I need to take a risk on Vela. Right, because look, yeah, you're not you're not as consistent. You're injury prone. That's the risk LAFC has taken. But to yep. me, if, if LAFC wants Carlos Vela, I don't think you pay him more than what you're paying him now. But if you want him to stay, you you pay him what you're paying him. I mean, and a great it, example is Altador, right? Like, he's not even that performing that great anymore, and he's one of the highest paid. And Toronto year after terrible. year. Yeah, and year after year, they're giving him the money because of what he brings to the team, and they were taking a risk. And I agree with Gio in that regard. I think well, LAFC, they are, man. I think LAFC needed to take that small risk and go with Vela and renew his contract as soon as possible at six million what he wanted. And yeah, I think we'd I, be I, in I, a much better spot oh than that God. than we are now. We'll see. Look, we'll, we'll see. Postwell went down and they can't do anything. Altidore is terrible. He barely gets in the field. No, I'm not saying I, I think they're done for doing it now. But I mean, model is what got them in that I know, trouble. I know. I'm not and saying that's what I want. I want to ship Bob Bradley there and make him fix that thing. Go with Vela too, man. Like you know what I mean. No, no. But look, All I'm getting gonna, look, is that they need to take Celso, a risk. At one least thing one gonna, risk. Celso, you're they gonna need to take a lot risk. of. You're gonna learn a lot about LAFC after this. You're gonna trust. Well, me. Well, this is why I'm being so vocal. You know what I mean? Because I want the opposite to happen. And 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 if I feel, believe if we scream loud enough, it's already happened. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to tell again, you. We'll, it's already we'll happened. It. It's already happened. If this man is speaking on Thursday. But if we get him for another year, I'll take it. It's a mulligan season. He's missed so many games. You know, farewell tour. Yay, yay. Kobe Bryant to the Lakers. Remember? Farewell. I don't think it's a farewell tour. But that last season was horrible. There's no farewell. It's not a farewell tour. It was farewell to Kobe Bryant. It's probably like a year with a team option or whatever. But look, let me get to Katie because she brings up a great point. She's like, we need to focus on building a better team with more seasoned players. And down the field, I don't believe Vela is our savior anymore. We need a balanced team, not a USL team or two or, two or three hot shots. I completely agree. I think 
the M, the the USL players definitely did not help. I don't know what the reason behind that was, and I understand you had that pipeline with the Las Vegas lights and stuff, but yeah, I agree. That, need, that has not been a successful. We thing. need a well-rounded team, right? Like you know, Rui Diaz was out is out of Seattle, and Jordan Morris, and yet they're still so freaking dominant, right? And right now. LAFC lose Vela and we went utterly downhill immediately. Yeah. Then we lost Rossi. We keep going down. Then we lost a twist. Of course, every this happens to any team that loses its DPs, but LAFC specifically is in a worse position when they lose Vela or one of their yeah. DPs. And I think we need to create a more well-rounded team rather than a ton of youth, a ton of USL players. And if we're like Vela's not here, we're fucked, you know. Or yeah, you can't, you, you can't know. be, you can't be Vela, that Vela dependent. You yeah. just can't. That, no, no team can. And I think that was that was that was the biggest thing with with uh, with LAFC. It would look, look look at Galaxy, right? Even Chicharito was gone for ten games, ten games, just um, just as many as Carlos he Vela. Immediately bought bought the one kid that, that had the big game against yeah, Dallas. Exactly, exactly. He had a massive game, and that's all exactly. he did. Now he's in the bench, you know, role player. Exactly. But LAFC didn't do that when they were losing. They didn't replace these type of players. They replaced them with well, USL we, players. We that's the difference, Arango, right? But we had to get rid of court again. To your point, if it's infinite money, right? We had to do all these roster movements. They didn't. No, I don't get think. Get rid I, of Mark I, Anthony Gay and and uh, Baird. Baird in order to bring Christian Arango because we knew he was a better striker, right? Because we couldn't score more than one goal in any game. Well, you know, that that gam that we got for those players did not really go towards Arango. That's, yeah, you know, these, these, this is gam is used for the MLS players that we bring in. And to not really replace them was They didn't a replace them. That's the thing. They didn't replace What are we paying them. for, right? Like, again, like, we're just selling that, look, that's, that's a front office. That's a front office. Yeah, we're riddled with John Thorington problems. This is John Thorington problems. We're riddled with them. You guys are talking about. I'm talking about operating cash. You're giving a sum of cash. You're expecting inflows. The loser's losing a lot of money. The, the league is losing a lot of money, and the guys operating in the but red. Look, 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 let me be clear. This is the, what you're talking about, which is MLS. Let me, let me be clear. Let me, let me, let me, let me help out this conversation. The way MLS teams make money, and LAFC's making a lot, a lot of money. Even or they're making money. I should, I should have said a lot. They're not losing money. Let me put it this well, way. Well, they've lost with COVID. I mean, the whole league lost COVID. Like, okay, let, let's talk about this season. We don't need to talk yeah, about COVID. Yeah, 60% of the games were empty, right? Ooh, LAFC. The way LAFC makes money is ticket sales. 90, 90%, I forgot, uh, of the money has made is ticket sales. I think it's what's sold in the stadium. You go to every game, right, Celso? The bank account, we, we can compare it to the Galaxy, right? I go, to, I go to both games. Bank of California, for the most part, has been packed. For the most yeah, part. yeah, no, I mean it's it's they're, always they're, they're not they're not they're not necessarily they're making money off of what the, where they're making money off the beer and the, merch the, alone too the beer like merch insane. the ticket the ticket sales is ninety percent or where Parking. where the MLS makes the money I, I, as a league yeah it's different but as a LAFC LAFC is making money this year you know they're, a lot they're of not, money they're still making a lot of money they're not, they're, not, they're money. not losing money because Carlos Vela is not playing or whatever the tick the games are being sold right. To me, it's it's right now. You need your superstar to come out and talk about all these different things, right? The 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 machine is well run by the people at LFC with the thirty two fifty two. They did, did amazing job. What they do with the thirty two fifty two, getting people in the games, building the community, all that stuff is great. There's no that machine is amazing. The machine on the field and producing these type of players, that's been that's been questionable this year. Uh, when you're replacing players with USL yeah. players. Those are two different. Those are two different machines, right? This machine uh, bringing fans at thirty two fifty two. If if they do what they need to do, like a plant, they water. They need. They do what they do with the fans. That that checks out. With the team, and and bringing in USL players and all that stuff, questionable and all these different things. That's and, what's been questionable. That's what's been hurting LA. And Los Also, I think you know what you would you consider a budget thing. Of course, budget restrictions. They exist, of course, of course they exist. But I think what's yeah, really the problem, right? well, sorry, but I think what real the problem, what really the problem is here, more than the budget, is that John Thorington's pathos of buying young and shipping them to Europe, and I think that he's going, he went full. It, it full, just didn't work full, this year. Full, it full on that. Yeah, it, it, and it, it bit work. us in the ass. But Brady Beaga, right? He's, he's trying to revert it. Like, Brady Beaga. He's, he's, he's trying. He's trying. But he's, 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 he's for this season, that's too late. He was old. 
you know. Yeah, he's trying, but he's not good at it. I don't like I the mean, youth the, argument. I, I think we're we ended up with the, the the yeah, and that's a fact. We have the the youngest roster in MLS, you know, and 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 and, and playing, and that it's playing actually, you know, and guys like yeah. Mamadou at eighteen. Mm-hmm. But look, 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 look Mamadou, the there, there's been a lot of great. Look, there's been a lot of great young towns, but that's not winning you an MLS Cup, you know. No, and that's that's the thing. That's what I'm saying. That's what I mean when the the type of players that they could have brought and they didn't bring, you know, to your point, how we talked about the the goalie, they should you, they could have brought a, a center back instead of Blackman, right? They could have those those decisions are what 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 hurt LAFC this year, in my opinion. And, uh, yeah, and I think Thornton uses the COVID as a crutch. He's just like, oh, I didn't do good. Uh, yeah, COVID. Uh, budgets. Yeah, let's do that. Wow, let's yeah. work. Yeah, that's the problem here. And it's like, no, every team had these problems. LAFC makes a lot more money than all these other, than Colorado. Dude, dude, Look at how amazing Colorado is doing. Someone tell me why we have so many $80,000 guys in our roster then. What is the real? We're stingy? Because he wants, to, he wants to be the youth creator. He wants yeah, to be... Can. He wants to develop these stars, and it's like this path that got to look. I don't look. I don't. I don't know the. the I don't know the thought process. Six guys over a million. We have two, right, and two other. You know, and then it's Pancho Ginella. It's five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, that well, that all all falls on the front office. Look, that all falls on the front office. I'm just saying, this year they didn't get it right. And it, and it and it and it drastically drastically. Twenty twenty, they didn't. I mean, the big move was Moonwan and Corey Baird. Look where we are with them. That's what I'm yeah. saying. We 2020 and 2021, they didn't do it right. So I'm over Thornton. I'm over him. Bob Bradley could only do <laughs> so much with CCL last year. We probably would have thought a little bit different, right? Like it was one game, all of a sudden you win the CCL and you kind of think yourselves, okay, this was a successful year. You know, Vela played too. So, you know, I don't fault 2020 because it was a messed up year. And at the end of the day, we actually did a deep run in a very, very tough challenge, t- tough tournament. You know, the no, I mean, they, they finished games. the year. Look, they finished the year off strong. Uh, they finished the, the year strong. Looking the like USL. number one, man. You know what I mean? So all I hope for, I know we're going way over. All I hope for is that we have a three-game, uh, you know, streak here. I'll take it. If we get out of it with seven points out of nine and barely makes the playoff or missed the playoff by a point, you know, I think it would be a good season because at the end of the day, we I tried. Don't know about, and, I don't know about you that. know, it sucked. We're going to recognize our errors. Listen to me. This is why it's important. Making the playoffs is just a luxury at this point. You don't want to go play, you know, SKC at SKC and get your ass kicked and call it a season that it was better. Just let it be. You know what I mean? Like you yeah, did what you could. I, it was too little, too late. Yeah, I think at this, I, I think, about. I think, no, I feel like, I think at this point, like, I think we know what LAFC is, right? As a team, right? The expectations are high was, uh, to win MLS Cup, and I, I to start of the season, I was like, they have a shot, right? They they really have a shot, right? To see it, they had the limited turnover, just a couple pieces here and there. They had a shot, but unfortunately, when things started to unfold, and you know, different things, um, you know, I, I really felt like just only bringing Corey Baird was not enough because to me, how I compare LAFC and the Galaxy, I compare them to the Sounders. I compare them to how how they roster build, right? And that's when I saw the roster build of LAFC compared to uh, the Sounders, I was like, how are they going to beat this team with this kind of roster? You know, what additions, right? And it's not there yet, right? This offseason, you need, I think to me, the biggest thing, and I don't, I don't want to give up on uh, LAFC. And I also want to bring this up too, is that I blame the fans too. I blame the fans because everybody, it's the same problem that the Mexican national team has where one player is pretty good, let's just say really good, and they make them like the biggest European star to be. And it's like, no, 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 let's calm down. Okay. Mark Anthony K at that time was built to be like the new European star and, you know, mm-hmm. blessing the same thing. And it didn't work out. And I saw that. I was like, you know, these guys are good, but I don't think they're MLS Cup good. And I think that's what's happening is that like we, they, the front office was good with that. They saw the fans love these players and they thought they were going to be the best midfield in the, and you know MLS, and they kind of were at one point in 2019, but I don't think that was sustainable, and I don't think they had that level of experience and caliber to really bring us the cup. And I think that's what, once again, Thornton got wrong. And I think that the he it, it, he loved that he signed a West End Rossi and that it was working yeah, out for that, him. Yeah, I mean, look, like that was big. Yeah, that, that, that was but, big. 
but I still I still don't think we ever had the best team. You know, I mean, 2019, once again, is always the exception to this. Mm-hmm. But we weren't able to perform and we didn't win the MLS Cup. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of factors that go into that, of yeah, course. But yeah, yeah, bank, yeah, and I still don't think we've had the best team and we still don't. You know, we're far from it. Well, now. we definitely don't we're have fa- the best team right now. Too many yeah, members. we're far from that now. No, of course. Members, uh, you know, improvise forward that plays back from, you know what I mean? It's just too many improvisations, too many projects. Yeah. Too many third guys that came in the middle of the season, like Chris Ostomo, that didn't really understand the system. Again, I, I love the fact that these guys are coming in right off the bat, getting experience. They're going to be, you know, contributors in this roster. They are the next generation of role players for Los Angeles, right? But now we need to come up with the big boys that are really going to make the place, the last pass, the Carl's Gill kind of pass that gets someone open. Hopefully it is Vela. You know, I think he can evolve into that, last passer kind of person that, that you talked about a little bit earlier, Edge, because, you know, we saw a little bit of that earlier between him and Moon One, finding people open in space. You know, he draws a lot of attention, so it could be the, the solution for him that, you know, now that he doesn't have that kind of pace, set set the other two players up, put uh, Rodriguez uh, opposite to him, and now Arango in the middle is kind of a dominant presence. So, again, maybe Rossi was the odd man out. Maybe that's all we needed. Like, Rossi goes out, and now we can solidify our team from the back forward right because we have the top three and and again everyone including mls wants to see vela rodriguez and arango play together it's an exciting uh, look, I, I, look I, I think we, we, we yeah. enough for that i, no, I think yeah. i think vela will be the perfect for the four two three one to be honest the mid the the number 10 and the three right up there behind arango oh. I think that's the spot, and I think right. we need that two defensive like midfielders. Goal, which I've been not a big fan. But Bob never does four two three one. Well, look, look let's, just so I can wrap, so, so we can wrap a bow on it. We went way over, but look, I think this was a great conversation to have. So, so I love that you're passionate. I love that you know you you you, you, you have your, you have your point and. I, like I said, man, we're not going to cancel you here, you know? We're not going to cancel <laughs> no you cancel here. here. <laughs> no cancel culture here. No cancel culture here, you can be honest. I love it. But look, look the, the one thing I, I hope uh, to everybody that, that's watching this and to the people that, you know, are going to be tuning in and listening to this uh, on the second half uh, of LAFC, um, we can keep it honest. Look, I, I, don't, I don't work for LAFC. I don't work for LA Galaxy. I have no ties to them. I keep it honest. I, these are my views and how, what I see. Those are Celso's views. Those are Edge's views, right? At times, we may agree, we may disagree, but, like, I, I hope that out of listening and watching this, you 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 were able to at least learn, learn a little bit about something, uh, about how things are operating and stuff like that. Because, look, MLS is, is a very tricky league to, to learn and stuff like that. But now, four years in, I feel more comfortable now. I know, what, like, Tam, Gam, DP, right? These are all, like, foreign languages to me. And maybe to some people, and that's why they tune in, right? But I think some of these conversations uh, are good to help to help people understand more about life, see more about the team and stuff. And, you know, and then, like I said, it, and that's that's why I created this platform to have these conversations, because I I felt that, you know, at times, right, um, that I don't know, I, this is who I am. I'm just going to keep it honest. And I know some 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 teams don't like it because you're too honest or this and that, but it's like, look, this is why people tune in. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think yeah. people want to know if you're truly neutral, Gio. You should uh, talk about oh, that. Are you, are you truly neutral? So, no, to, to be honest. So, to be honest, I – yeah, to be honest. Um, I, by LAFC – from LAFC fans that know, don't know me, I'm a Galaxy fan. For Galaxy fans that don't know me, I'm, I'm an LAFC fan. But I started watching the MLS when Slotson and Carlos Vela came to the league because I was covering – I was covering – I was covering uh, the NBA. I was covering, obviously, the Dodgers and stuff like that. I never watched the, the MLS. I lived half of my life in Phoenix. So I never watched the MLS growing up because when I lived in Phoenix, there was no MLS team. I knew about the Galaxy. I knew about David Beckham, you know, by the time I wasn't living here. I was born out here, but I wasn't living here at the time. So when Slaton and Carlos Vela came, I was like, oh, shit, let me, let me, Slaton and Carlos Vela, hell yeah, let me, let me tune in. Let me see what's up. And that's, that's how I, uh, that's how, like, I, I started to fall in love with MLS. Um, you know, obviously, I saw what LAFC was doing. I was like, damn, they actually have, like, a soccer culture. You know, I started seeing that. And then, obviously, El Trafico was born. And then that, that's when it hooked me. I was like, okay, I can definitely watch this. I can definitely, you know, do that. But, I mean, t- I'm not here to, you know, to, to please everybody. You know, I understand. I understand I'm going to rub people the wrong way because I say 
you know, uh, amazing. Like, well, the conversation right now, you know, some LAC fans may or may not want to hear that, you know what I'm saying? But it's, it's totally fine. You know, we, we're keeping it honest and that that's what uh, this this podcast is meant to be. But, um, yeah, I, I try to do my best. Look, I, I know not everybody's going to agree with my views or my takes on Twitter. And some people may may take it personal when I talk about LFC, but it's not it's not talking about LFC. This is sports, man. I could say the Lakers ain't doing good. The Lakers start 0-2. But no one in the Lakers take it personal. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's, that's what it is, man. We're, we're going and we're gonna have these conversations and we keep it honest. And you know, like I said, I love that. I love that Celso is passionate and doing like that. I love that Edge is here, you know. Um, because like we we all three haven't met each other yet. Edge, we haven't met you. Celso definitely met you. Yeah, but, um, I met. Well, I met you. Yeah, yeah. No, you haven't. Oh, met, I I'll, I'll three. Yeah, you yeah, right. yeah. But yeah, no. I mean, that that's that's just to put up to put up on it. And my my, my goal is just try to you know connect us more a little bit and. See if I, we can each, each other educate each other. We're, we're very fortunate to have two co- soccer cultures in this city. They're very different teams. You know, there's a rivalry, you know, derby between cities. It's like we're we're super fortunate to have it. Um, I mean, I, that's you hit it nail in the head. There's a rivalry aspect of it. There's a pride. You know, there's a regionality of the north or south part of town, whatever you want to call it. So you know, all the elements of it, and and the quality of the football is going up because the middle of the pack players are getting better and better. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and again, LAFC is listening, and they may not do the right thing, but they listen to people like us, quasi media, you want to call it. And uh, I'm going to continue to be loud and 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 you know, continue to be try to be influential. And but with the 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 idea is to grow the league, grow yeah, soccer in the United States, it's, take it's the grow. best things from some of the other leagues. You know what what works out. Oh, you know understand that we're really where the nba was and these, in the 80s right yeah and, so and this is what these conversations not. and these podcasts are what help it grow even though some people take it personal but i'm like dude i don't, I don't give a shit like I, I it's really not this personal it's sports right like the only guy yeah. that should be taking no there's personal. plenty there's plenty <laughs> yeah. of people that take it personal trust me yeah but no, to no, me no. i i i care less because this is where to your point is to grow the sport and and, and this is how i feel yeah. like it grows and it's sport. grown a lot you know, I think that the biggest issue we have right now is the TV and how, how that gels. And it's hard to find channels like LAFC needs to really address that. Put put the channels in the local channel. The, the, you know, the Galaxy has the the, the privilege of, of, of being in the Sportsnet channel. Nah, no one watches it. So to be honest, it's very hard to watch games on Sportsnet. And, you know, they're <laughs> yeah, streaming. Yeah, because you got to have, have Time Warner. So that, I don't have Time Warner. So I, I, I even yeah. stream some of, some of the Galaxy games that, that I watch or ask, uh, you know. The, the whole thing is a mess. It's very fragmented. Yeah. As a fan, you feel lost. You know. It's, well, I think next year, like next year they're gonna have like the MLS. All like you know how like ESPN Plus. I think next year because Galaxy's out of their contract. Um, I think next year is a year that everybody can have, or, or yeah. like you know NBA pass or NFL pass. Yeah. But look, let's let's wrap it up, guys. Um, so so thank you for being on Edge. Thank you for being on people uh in the chat. Thank you for being on. <laughs> The priest of LA. G Man's coming to priest. In the well. <laughs> Look, uh, also shout out to Anna. Uh, Anna's having a birthday on the 23rd, Anna Gonzalez. So <clears throat> happy birthday. Ha- happy early birthday to you, Anna. Happy birthday. Uh, uh, November 23rd. Fellow Scorpio. Um, yeah, so look, I don't even know. I don't even know the zodiac sign. So look, guys, I I appreciate you guys being on. Everybody who tuned in, uh, if you haven't already subscribed to our YouTube, definitely trying to go to the YouTube channel. So for Celso, for Edge, this is Gio. We'll catch you guys next time. Bye, everybody. Peace.